Well, this this discussion of defunding the police has got nothing to do with actually defunding the police and everything with terminology that allows for argument, discussion and great news. Thank you. That's my point. But and and it's unfortunate, but everybody but you can't change it now because the aggrieved came up with that term. And they're so angry that if they're afraid that you might change the intent even though they don't understand the public relations fiasco it creates yes and trying to explain it welcome to peter and phil's courageous conversations a podcast addressing race relations and social issues in hopes that you'll be inspired to do the same now let's begin our conversation with your hosts dr peter weinstein and dr philip nelson Welcome to Peter and Phil's Courageous Conversation. I'm Dr. Peter Weinstein. During the summer of 2020, shortly after the murder of George Floyd, Dr. Philip Nelson and myself conducted a series of telephone conversations. We discussed a multitude of issues regarding black-white relations in the United States and other socially-based issues. Today, we're going to discuss the term defunding the police. Defunding the police is a bad term. It's not what it means on the surface, but yeah, yeah, it, it is. It's, it's that too. It's not abolishing the police. It's reallocating the peace savings that we should have invested differently in anyway. But it came from the oppressed and the oppressed had limited ways of expressing themselves. As I told you in the first conversation, uh, I may not know how to solve the problem you built. Right. All right. But I do know I've seen a whole lot of money go into police departments and very little money go into after our programs and social, you know, and social development for my people. The only time I see the police is when they think I'm getting in trouble. And the problem with policing is, as I said before, is The goal was to protect the city from me. Right. The goal was to keep me in my projects. And when I get out, I better walk a straight line. And if I violate any little part of the expected decorum, it's an opportunity to find out if I if I have more serious violations. So imagine the fear I might have the moment a blue light goes off. My fear is, am I only going to get a ticket? Yeah. And that's different because my fear is the ticket. Your fear is not the ticket, but everything else. That's right. If I get a ticket, oh, man, God, I'm glad I only got a ticket. Yeah, that's a relief. That's a relief. That makes no sense. I know. I know. Because, see, my fear is they're going to tell me to put my hands on the hood before they ask me for my driver's license. Right. My fear is is that they're going to search my car before they tell me they pulled me over because my taillight is out. And my question is, what do we need to do so you don't have to have that fear? Right. 
you defund the police. Now, I'm sorry. I just I, what what you do is you change the training and the expectation, which means and 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 you can't do that without resources. Right. So you teach the police to become protectors of the entire city, not just bottle up a, a segment of the city. And you teach the police to become service oriented. Right. Right. It's a good move. San Francisco is taking a step forward when they say, if it's a, a, a domestic dispute, we're not going to be sending the police anymore. So we need to make police into eight year olds that are colorblind. Yeah, I guess. I don't believe anybody can be colorblind. No, but, you know, but theoretically, yes, it, it's the act, not the person. Right. But exactly. But, you know, like, for instance, the guy, that, uh, I, I forgot his name in Atlanta, the guy that, that got shot in Atlanta. Yes. He was, he was a, if the name was not traditional. Yeah. But but. That is the perfect example of what I'm talking about. They had a 25 minute de-escalation relation uh, interaction. And then at the last minute, I know why he fought. You know, I know, I know everybody's looking at it like, why, why is he struggling? He, it was a nice discussion. Uh, they were just going to put handcuffs on him. I know exactly why he fought. He fought because all he did was go to sleep in the, in the drive-thru of a Wendy's. Right. That's all he did. Yes, he caused a delay. He caused some problems. Even the person who called the police said, it's not causing any problems. I just think he's intoxicated. And the cops come in and they confirm, yeah, you're intoxicated. That's why you fell asleep. Now, if their job was to help citizens, they wouldn't use a hammer to kill a fly. Right. They would have considered, you know what? Let's park your car over here. We're going to give you a ride home. Okay. We didn't catch you driving, so we can't uh, give you a ticket for driving drunk. But although you had to get here like this, you know, but we're going to let's just take you home. I got real criminals to catch. See, if it were me, they would have taken me home. Yes. That's my point. Or they would have said, can somebody come pick you up? Yeah. Yeah. Can we call your wife? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, really? Mm -hmm. Instead, I end up shot? Yeah. You know, yeah. so I know exactly what he did. He was cooperating. He was talking to him. And then they said, you know what? Uh, I think you're intoxicated. I'm going to take you downtown. Uh, give me arms. And the moment you put my arms behind my back, wait a minute, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Really? You got, you got to handcuff me? I don't understand protocol. I don't understand I got to be handcuffed. I haven't threatened you. Just put me in the car. You got a great big fence between me and you. If you're going to take me down, take me. But don't, don't humiliate me. Don't restrain. You know, it's, it's bad enough I fell asleep. But you okay. can't understand that. Don't hog time me like a horse or a cow or something. Right. Yeah, yeah and, and the moment he he realized that was about to happen, he he lost it. Well, and, and then, you know, you go from you escalate at that point in time and all logic goes out the door. Yes. Well, yeah, at that point on both sides. Exactly. 
Exactly. On both sides. Uh, but again, what I've learned is there's not enough training in the world that's going to overcome uh, your sense of protection or empowerment. Yeah. And the cop that shot had both. Yeah. And, How dare you run from me? Yeah. And the, and the fact of things that have happened in the last two weeks that have become headline news and in everybody's face goes back deep into your dark hard drive because you're you go back to your reptilian brain, which is to protect yourself. Yeah, well, I'm going to use this one day, but um, I tell everybody that uh, when we do interviews for applicants, yes, that's expensive. Yeah, I bring you know I bring in 400, 500 people to interview, and and you all only reject ten percent of them. Yeah, from an expense perspective, you have to ask the question: Why are you spending so much money? Yeah, right. Why are you spending so much money when out of five hundred interviews? I still got 450 people that I got to pay from. <laughs> we want to put the work back on you. Yeah, right? Well, my answer is this. The 50 people that you rejected out of those 500, those were the people who couldn't put their best foot forward and hide their worst tendencies for an hour. Right. That, had, that if I pick them, they would definitely be in my office every year. Yeah. Right. And so I see this other guy. So I see the cop that did the shooting of any time in history. Every cop ought to know they shouldn't be pulling their gun out unless they absolutely have to. This was it. Yes. And if he couldn't do it now. He has a basic problem. This was not because he felt threatened. Don't Mm -hmm. tell me that he could not hide his tendency right and it turns out he has a history it's interesting how these histories kind of show up now it's like yeah the guy in minnesota had 19 complaints against yeah Yeah. you know if you if your faculty member had 19 complaints against them would they still be a fact part of your faculty yeah especially if they if they get tenured before they get those nine or or they know how to use the system right right anyway you know my point is is that the defund the police is really that is the key uh, as long as the goal is to redesign our criminal system. Well, that's what the outcome needs to be. It's not defunding the police. It's redefining the criminal system. Exactly. But you do have to partially defund the police to do that. I guess the point is you don't we don't need new taxes to get it done. We don't have to spend as much money on armored tanks and armored personnel carriers. We don't have to have as many special tactical units. You know, every little small city doesn't need one. As a matter of fact, if it were me, I would only have uh, armored tactical units in major cities in a state and they would cover the whole state. Well, this this discussion of defunding the police has got nothing to do with actually defunding the police and everything with terminology that allows for argument, discussion and great news. Thank you. That's my point. But and and it's unfortunate, but everybody but you can't change it now because the aggrieved came up with that term. Yes. And they're so angry that if they're afraid that you might change the intent, even though they don't understand the public relations fiasco it creates. Yes. And trying to explain it.
So what the, the segue into the defunding came from, we've got to give value and, and items to do items. It can't just be two people talking. There's got to be things that come out of it that are action items for the audience. Yes. I'm not sure we're going to create those today. No, uh, we're not. I do think that I think there's a lot of people who think that they're the only person so they can't do anything. I, I think that there is something that everybody can do. And, and let me read you a quote. I am only one, but still I am one. I cannot do everything, but still I can do something. And because I cannot do everything, I will not refuse to do the something that I can do. Thank you for joining us for another Courageous Conversation. Be sure to follow us and check back next week for more.